1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: What up? This is Myron, and you're listening to episode 32 of the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariner's podcast, the alternative underground, underbelly, back alley, secret society, dive bar, dive bar, dive bar style podcast of and around surrounding focused on you know what the seattle mariners who have just swept the angels down here in southern california i made it to the third game i made it to the final game i I got there on a couple of hours of sleep via burbank down to orange county to uh you know sit in a boiling hot stadium to see our beloved mariners take care of business You know, getting their light work done like we thought they should by sweeping the angels. I'm pumped up. We're talking about it today with Chris Copacino from Copacino Fujikata. They were the uh, marketing and advertising uh, firm, company, conglomerate that used to do all of the uh, Seattle Mariners. You got to love these guys. True to the blue. Uh, You know, all of that stuff. All of those classic commercials. That's Copacino Fujikata. He's here with me again today, and also, of course, Hanno up in Edmonds. They're both on the hotline. We're discussing all things Mariners right here on the Rye Bread and Mustard podcast. Which you, which you, if you're listening to this, you're you've downloaded it, you've subscribed, you've given us a great review. Again, I love five tool baseball players, but I love five star reviews. Those really help out the show. Also, if you're like man. You know what? I want to start my own damn podcast. I want to get my message out there. Well, you can do that with Buzzsprout. That's where I started this podcast. Buzzsprout's a very independent, organic, you know, platform that's really helpful for growing your show. I mean, the name Buzz and Sprout, you get get the drift. You get what they want to do. They want to help you, you know, branch out into the world, into the sky, If you want to do that, go ahead and check out the show notes. Scroll down. You'll see a little link right there. That'll get you going. There's also a $20 Amazon gift card, you know, in there, you know, a little sweetening of the deal. So check that out. Anyways, I'm going to shut the hell up and I'm going to get out of the way so you can just sit back and relax and revel in that, you know, the Mariners are back on a winning streak. We just swept the angels headed to Oakland. Let's enjoy it. This is a Mariners day off. Here's some Mariners content for you. Starting now.
0: Get ready to play hardball in the Kingdome. Take me to the
1: ballgame. I want to see the ends. The Mariners are playing hardball. Hit it again and again and again. Hit it again.
0: Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdome.
2: look guys as tired as i am i now sitting down here and just kind of reflecting on what the mariners just did down here in anaheim i'm pumped i'm pumped i know hannah was pumped up there at Edmonds. what's your feeling Kope?
1: all right up anytime you sweep the angels it's a good day anytime you sweep anything it's a good day and when you sweep the angels and get to dance three times on their diamond even better
2: yeah, there was a lot of dancing, a lot of fun down there. I mean, I was lucky enough to pay two dollars. That's right. The rumors were too, true. There were two dollar tickets. I bought a two dollars. Uh, I bought a two dollar ticket. I paid four dollars in fees, so it was six dollars total. You know, when when you only spend six bucks, bucks I splurge for the good parking. It was very very hot down there. But guess what I did with the two dollar ticket? I made the move right away. I sat right on top of the dugout all day. It was empty down there because I don't know. There's a hole in the ozone layer over that stadium, so it was it was hot. Hannah, uh, you were watching today on the on the YouTube broadcast. Tell me what that was all like.
0: Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I always prefer. Um, the root sport broadcast, you know, if it's coming in like it really didn't in the second game, but it was fun. They did a good job. It uh, looked good. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the four home runs hit by the Mariners.
2: Yeah, I saw a lot of uh, interviewing going on during the game. I know they had Logan uh, with the headset on. Uh, there was a lot going on that, anyway, we scoring a lot of runs while that was happening. We also had the um, check swing thing. I don't know how much they focused this on, but. Eugenio Suarez had a uh, check swing call for a third strike. He was not happy about it. What What's going on with that, with the first base uh, coach? I mean, the first base umpire, uh, Hanno?
0: I didn't notice the broadcast picked that up, you know, um, with uh, Eugenio. But uh, as far as the other stuff you're mentioning, yeah, the in-game reporting was cool to hear Logan. And obviously after the game, they uh, played all the mic'd up section of uh, Frazier and he was pretty good too. So, uh, as far as the in game stuff, I didn't really hear any of the players or them mention the uh, Suarez check swing and battle he had going on with the uh, first place umpire.
2: Yeah. Well, since they did not mic that up, I'll tell you what happened. I'll also maybe post a little bit of that on the uh, social media. He had a check swing, the uh, first base umpire i don't know his name i off the top of my head right now but uh he called him out he said it was strike 3 eugenio instead of walking back in the you know front entrance of the dugout went all the way down to the farthest end you know down by first base and screamed at him and then the umpire screamed back at him and then it seemed to kind of end and then and then there was a pitching change and then Eugenio got up on the rail and just mad dog stared, ice cold stared, lasers at this guy throughout the inning. Then after the inning, instead of just going to third base, he took the long way to third base by the umpire once again doing it. Then, you know, what happened an inning or two later, he hits that home run and he proceeds to do the same thing and both him and the umpire just laugh at each other. So I think maybe they must have some sort of a some sort of history between the two of them that maybe they can, uh, uh, you know, have a little bit of fun there? Because to me, it seemed like Eugenio was looking to get himself thrown out of the game. He did not, thank God. And, uh, you know, he had a big day.
0: Yeah, so this umpire also had um, another thing going on with Jesse Winker in game one. If you guys remember, uh, Winker had another check swing, and he was the third base umpire that game. And Jesse was kind of mocking him, and then the umpire mocked him back. So, kind of a little history between the series between uh, Winker and Suarez and this umpire.
2: Yeah, but but he's dead. This umpire, you know, the ump the the fans were getting on him. But I would say this guy isn't just quick to ring somebody up and throw him out of the game because there was a lot of back and forth, and you know, it, no no ejections to show from it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I saw the video that, that you sent Myron, and and usually. Um when a player makes an extra effort to let the umpire know over, you know, two or three different chances, uh that his displeasure, um, usually that's gonna that's gonna end in uh in an ejection. So I don't know if they had a history or if it was more good natured or, you know, if A Eugenio um kept it clean and didn't cross that line, but kinda interesting. Um, yeah. I, I think overall, um, you know, just my takeaway from today's game was it, it was nice to see the bats carry the pitching because, you know, Kirby was fine, not lights out. And the, the bullpen wasn't as locked down, they didn't need to be. Um, it's nice to win, win a game and you know, you put up 11 runs.
0: Power. I have a little problem. Edgar Martinez has it. And so does Eagle Hardware and Garden, the best selection of power tools, the most powerful brand names. Because if you don't have power, you are not in the game. Now this is what I call a bet. Eagle Hardware and Garden, more of everything. Yeah, I gotta agree with you, Kopey. It was really nice to have one of those kind of cupcake games where it wasn't down on the wire wasn't a tight game when every pitch matters by our bullpen. It was just nice to have a little easy game for us and for the fans as well.
2: Yeah, it was fun when it was fun down there on the field. I mean, there was a lot of Mariners fans. There was not a lot of Angels fans there today. In fact, there were some Angels fans in my section. I'll post this on the social media. We had the first appearance I've seen this year or in a while, the paper head bag uh, fans for the uh, Angels (laughs) were there today they had the paper bags over their heads, uh, which, you know, if you've never seen that in sports, that is pretty much the, we, we, we don't approve of what's going on. We're embarrassed. We can't even show our identities wearing our team colors. We're that defeated.
1: I, I mean, I don't know. Like, like the angels, if we could just take a little bit of a, of a detour. Um, they, uh, you know, that, that is, that is a moribund, dead in the water organization right now. And, um, you know, they, they had, they had some success, but it is, I was thinking about this today. I even tweeted it, not that people are hanging on every tweet. However, uh, that they, you know, they've had Trout, which is a generational talent. They have Otani, which is, which is, who is an absolute generational talent. And they are poised to, Absolutely waste both of those generational talents. And it's, and, and, and we've seen it before. We've seen, you know, a little bit of that with Ichiro, not, notwithstanding, uh, 2001, and they didn't do anything again. And they fought with Felix even more over, um, and not be able to do anything around him. And it's just, it is, it is, we've seen it. And so it, you know, it, we, we have the empathy as Mariners fans to see an organization who just can't get it together. But when you see, that stadium, which is usually, regardless of the day game or not, pretty damn full, pretty damn uh, engaged. And just th- seeing what I did see today uh, on uh, on YouTube, you know, it's it's empty. You got a $2 ticket. We're, we're able to move down to the top of the dugout. And the bags on the head is always a sign. But just moreover, it, that, that organization just feels absolutely dead in the water. Um, and I guess from a Mariners fan standpoint, that's good. But uh, but it you know it's it's bad for baseball when when generational talents don't play on winning teams.
2: Yeah, and maybe some of these generational talents will be on some other teams next year. I, me personally, I cannot stand the Angels. Is that because I've you know pretty much as an adult grown up my adult years down here in Southern California and had to be around Angel scent? Maybe I'll just go out on a limb and say yes. But it, it is fun to see the Angels wither away in that stadium. They, they've always been just a kind of a cocky, brash crowd. Um, you know, it's I, it's a lot of the, the broed up, nar-nar bro, you know, bullshit down there. So I love seeing it. I think today I took the most pleasure out of seeing they have, You know, you know, the rally monkey. I don't even think the rally, they even woke the rally monkey up today, not once. <laughs> we just killed these guys i know that they're dead in the water before we got down there but i think like after what happened last time down here and for the mariners to come in there and sweep
1: now in special boxes of kellogg's frosted flakes a great action mini poster of nolan ryan reggie jackson or me ken griffey jr i'm the good looking one oh my god oh. So, yeah,
0: Myron, you were also mentioning uh, your Orange County bros down there. There was a situation I forgot to mention during the YouTube game when when the uh, hot mic behind the plate picked up this young kid directly behind it, kind of trash-talking JP and wink and making fun of JP, telling him to get a haircut and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know if other things were said that I couldn't hear, but later on in that inning, security came down and, that guy packing.
2: I did see that I did get uh, a few texts from a couple of people asking me if I could hear that. I could not hear that uh, for the most part down in my area. It was it was it was it was to, uh, ran by the Mariners this time. Mariners Mariners fans down there, shout out to them. They, you know, controlled the narrative of what was going on uh, with the Mariners. The Mariners were very interactive with the fans. If you ever get a chance to go watch them on the road, I'm telling you, I, I, not to knock T-Mobile Park. There's nothing like going home and hearing the roar of the crowd, but it is fun to watch them on the road. They seem to be a bit more looser, and you know it's easier for them to interact with fans. Of course, people down there with the brooms and the little sweepers. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I'm going to put that on the uh, uh, Instagram page. Uh, and you know how usually you see the big brooms at the games. For the sweeps and stuff like that. These guys didn't do that. I think that, uh, they did, did something a little bit different. They brought the little, uh, the smaller. what would you call those? Like little brushes and the dust pans and did that over the top of the dugout. And the Mariners seem to really enjoy that. But I will say the Mariners seem to get out of there, you know, much more quick than they usually do. Usually when they're in Southern California, because we have a lot of uh, a good, I think we have a good amount of you know, Southern California ties to the Mariners. Uh, uh, so usually they'll stick around and do stuff. I know that they were were uh, headed out of town today. Hanno, you were saying that they were going to have some sort of party for, uh, you know, rye Bread Mustard's favorite son, Jesse Winker.
0: Well, yeah, part of the uh, mic'd up portion with Frazier, he mentioned that uh, they were going to go to a team dinner, and since it was Wink's birthday today, Uh, maybe they were going without him or what. I don't know, but I would just assume they were going to do it for him. But he mentioned that during his mic'd up portion that uh, let's go get some grub at a nice restaurant in San Francisco
1: tonight. They have an off off day in San Francisco tomorrow, which is rare.
0: uh, did you see any other uh, weird stuff going on when you were at the game today?
2: I saw what you guys saw on YouTube where they poured the – water on uh logan and he had to get the they handed of an umbrella i don't know where they got that prop from but uh well i guess you have the umbrella just for the heat down there but uh another thing was i don't know if jp decided just to take off his chain for a reason or maybe the back of it broke or whatever but he took his chain off and i swear for an entire inning uh negron was trying to put the chain on uh logan and by trying to put on it, he just couldn't get the latch going on on it. I'll put that video on uh, on our on our Instagram page. But that was a lot of fun. There was there was stuff like that going on in the dugout throughout the game, Def, especially down at the uh, you know the the end down by first base where you know Scott Service isn't. There's a lot of fun stuff going on. I didn't see any any rage today. It, again, they just seem like a very loose team that's really getting along, really, really gelling like we talked on the last episode. And the in-between innings, a lot of loose stuff going on, a lot of balls going in the stands, a lot of Mariners fans getting a lot of souvenirs today. I thought it was great. It couldn't have been any better to get out of the park with a Mariners win. There's no traffic. And, you know, within 20 minutes, I'm at the Fullerton Spaghetti Factory. You know, to the victor go the spoils.
0: Nice and also after the game, YouTube they decided to give out a trophy to the player of the game and Big Dumper was the recipient and uh, they interviewed him and so yeah, Mariners even got a trophy today.
1: Yeah, rye bread, rye bre- rye bread, mustard uh, podcast trivia. Do you know who the last uh, player, Marish player, to get a uh, YouTube uh, you know game of the day MVP award? I do not. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> think I- here, here's a guy that you won't even remember who played for us, Jose Marmaleos. Wow! Oh yeah, I never
0: would have gotten that.
1: Wow!
2: <laughs> so have
1: we this lost nice our? Trivia. Have we lost our other YouTube games this year, or
2: have we had a YouTube I think,
1: game? I, I think we've had one YouTube game, and, and I think we probably, I think we lost them because they're earlier in the year. Uh, but but I, I saw that on Twitter, and that made me laugh because he's one of those guys that you would like, you know, maybe 50 chances you wouldn't get to Jose Marmaleos.
2: No, no, no. So I, I
0: i i can confirm the Mariners will be back on YouTube TV next Thursday and Apple TV on Friday. Great. I'm very upset.
2: Well, i'm i'm Great. not upset except for the fact that I'm going to have to talk my grandma through how to g- get these games going again. That's the only downfall of it. I really enjoy when they're on Apple. I really enjoy when they're on YouTube. That's when I actually get the text messages or the comments from other people outside of Seattle. So that's showing me that that's really opening, you know, people's eyes to Mariners baseball, which I think is pretty cool. And the way they rotate stuff through, I I think they had Bill Nye, the science guy was was supposed to be on there. Did you see him today on there?
0: I saw a little bit and I didn't see him, but, I'm my understanding was that there was two broadcasts going on, kind of an entertainment value one and then also the game one and uh, Bill and I saw him when I was a kid. I don't need to see him during the Mandor Game.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, there is something cool about the YouTube uh broadcast that I again, lots of Twitter shout outs today, so apologize, that you said you can know where I spend all my waking time. Uh mm-hmm. is that on I, on the on the on the bar on YouTube, you can actually toggle to um, have uh, to, to find the the radio uh, feed, and you can have your home radio feed cover the um, cover the, the the visuals. So that, I think that's pretty cool. I'm going to check that out next next YouTube game.
2: That is very like very fan friendly because that's like kind sure. of like a thing that's been going on forever. I mean, my gra- my grandfather used to turn down even like the Ron Fairley, uh, chip carry, you know, era of the uh, Mariners and turn on. <laughs> yeah. And turn on Dave Niehaus, you know, as simple as that. Cause he couldn't stand uh, fairly and stuff like that. So I, I really like that. I know Hanson, you have personally said you've turned down the volume on games to listen to the home broadcast.
0: No, I'm uh, pretty excited to hear that news. Um, even though today, listening to uh, the guys on the broadcast, um, that one announcer, the former Mariner, uh, his name's slipping my mind right now, uh, played with Oakland. We picked him up at the deadline a couple of years ago. Big left-handed first baseman. Uh, Alonzo. Pete Alonzo. Alonso.
2: Not Pete Alonso. The other one. Yeah. The not as good one. Yeah.
0: No, but he blew a gasket on that second um, home run by a big dumper. He didn't even make a call. He just was like, ah! He was so pumped. That ball was hammered.
1: Looks like something shaken with Play-Doh. It's Make-A-Meal. Spaghetti Factory and Chef's Skillet, each sold separately.
2: Pizza is my favorite dish for all the pizza dough. Had the mushrooms, use a knife of pepperoni. Oh,
1: look at that. The people nice and brown. Press the to make it With you can make a meal. Impossible <laughs> makeup. Spaghetti Factory and Chef Skillet, each sold separately.
2: Uh let's get back to business here. Let's give out our, you know, credit where credit is due. Let's give out our roses. I know last episode when we we're in the cabin up in uh, shoreline. The emotions were flown, we lost the series, but again, you know, the premise of that episode was who gives a shit, and uh, exactly, who gives a shit about that Ranger series now? Isn't it, wouldn't you say that's kind of a fair statement to say?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it, 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 I mean, it's funny, like, I know we were pretty hard on Linker, and, and yes, the emotions were flowing, as uh, were the drinks at the cabin, uh, which, 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 which huh. might have been in, inextricable. Compliments, oh,
2: compliments of uh, Copacino here. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Got, some, got some Delta Sky miles out of that. Great, uh, <laughs> but but uh, you know it just proves um, you know Wicker went one for five today, so he didn't he didn't light like the world on fire. But you know it, it shows you what your offense can be when you get a little bit more contribution from him. So hopefully that more of that continues, to, he continues to you know I mean. Hard ground balls would get through, and he and and get get a knock or two. That's fine, but the production from him is what you need, and and the efficiency of the home run is great. So you know the the ability for him to continue to do that, and then you're not relying on Julio and Hanager every game. You know, and obviously you know Dumper leading all catchers with home runs. Um, you know, uh, adds to that. So uh, yeah, roses roses to Wink. I, I hope he keeps it going.
2: Yeah, happy birthday, Winker. It's just tough love. You know, also just here having a podcast, we have to be critical about things. We obviously are rooting for him. He obviously seems like a fun guy. He's very beloved in that dugout. I know that they'll say that on the broadcast and you might see it on TV. But again, if you get a chance to go watch these guys on the road, you can really, really see this next level bond that they have and appreciation for the guy. And it was awesome to see him, you know, get two bombs here in the Angels series. You know, he was getting booed and getting a little bit of feedback from the crowd obviously why wouldn't he he went over and tried to take on the whole angels dugout last time i saw him down in anaheim so you know and i think he you know he he definitely has that that side of him that i think we've talked about on this episode going way back to when we were back back in the met series where remember hannah was like going i like this jesse winker with the black hat that's the guy i like
0: yeah absolutely he's got that fire in him and you know last episode we were Kofi was you know breaking down his swing and it looked like he switched up his swing this series and had some success and I also caught you having a twitter talk with one of your buddies Kofi about that online mm-hmm. about how he did make that adjustment so I mean you're you're helping him out His fans we're helping him out we're noticing things maybe he's Looking into uh, Kopi's Twitter feed, or what I don't know, or it's a coaching thing, but it worked this series.
2: Yeah, so again, if you think we're helping the team out and stuff like that, make sure to pound us with that five star review because, listen, <laughs> we're turning these players into five tool players here. We're 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 all about giving, right? We're all about sharing the wealth, right? Uh, Kobe on the show,
1: absolutely sharing and distributing. Uh, sharing and distributing. See, there's his problem. His hands are too
2: high. Yeah, he's opened up his hips too soon. His time is way off. I don't know why you keep working with this
0: guy, Lou. Alex, I don't know. I just keep thinking there's something there.
1: Geez, I think he's pretty good.
0: Bad dancing, good baseball. The Seattle Mariners. You gotta love these guys.
1: And let's let's distribute, let's distribute some more roses. I mean, man, uh Dumper. I mean I, I saw a thing amazing um yesterday that uh is it, is it remind me I'm trying kind to of like um, the Rushman, the the, the the young catcher for Baltimore.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, Adley, Adley Rushman.
1: Yeah, you know, he had a home run yesterday and I saw a thing that goes uh you know, rip the Russian's already the best catcher in, in Major League Baseball. He's, mm. he's I mean, by what measure? I mean, you know...
2: East Coast bias. All, that's literally East Coast bias. And that's why is, games like is, YouTube also, games that he goes off on today really help, I think, uh, <laughs> bring an argument from our end.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's East Coast bias. It's also, you know, a uh, process bias. All that said, you know, if he leads... Uh, all major league catchers with home runs, and um, you know you can't take for granted what he does behind the plate too. I mean, I, I, I know we're going to talk about Boston say two home runs, second one after annihilated. But you know, game to game, you know, and I know there's metrics out there for that. What he, what he, what he um, saves on strikes and framing and just how he does it is just it's just incredible. I mean, I, you know, yeah. it's so cool to see. I remember you know I talked to this 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 meeting I had. When we were working on a with with Jerry, uh, this is three years ago now, 2019, and, and um, you know, he went through every player, and he spent so much time on Cal Raleigh talking about, you know, the offensive potential, the Jason Veritek comp, the way he catches, and, it's, you know, I mean, that's, that's all just kind of a projection, but to see it come through is incredible. And, and and you know and I hope and I hope we get to see it for a lot more a lot more years. If you will,
2: yeah. And you know, again, he has a good baseball IQ pedigree growing around baseball his whole life. Uh, you know, I believe like his dad was what a college coach or, or something like that. Oh, but uh-huh. but uh, the thing that you know we are we know we've said this before. He has the most home runs by a catcher in all of baseball, and I would say with those people that you're qualifying these other players that are you know have have the other bombs and this and that i guarantee you they have far more at bats because he did a stint in the minor leagues this year and i i really really enjoy when guys can go down there and rehabilitate themselves or work on something and then you come back up and you catch fire i really i really enjoy that i don't know about you guys
0: yeah, absolutely. It's a big deal for him to get promoted, come back up, not let him face not face him at all, and uh, get going. You know, and besides all those other attributes, Toby said, uh, I know that he didn't purposely miss it, but his blocking is so incredible. You notice that between the two catchers mm-hmm. that the Mariners have with, with Torrance before, and even the new guys, to Pasolino right now. I mean, he stays this runs or. Guys, it's an amazing update. Yeah, so he's an impressive player. We're lucky to have him.
2: You know, he's a legitimate threat. Not only is he leading the catchers in home runs in this league, he's getting close to, you know, you could make an outside chance. Uh, you could just make an outside bet that he could possibly lead the Mariners with home runs by the end of the year, the way he's going.
1: He, he, absolutely, on the offensive side. On the defensive side, just to back up and to come back to Hannah's point about his blocking and everything really hard I think you know it's like catchers are almost like offensive linemen they either have to be really bad uh you know for you to like notice them or or really good you know to, to flash and be like oh my god he's really good and you see that with and you, you actually see that we've seen that both uh on both sides of the coin this year with yep with with rally you know because you're just like how did you block that pitch I mean you know Logan Gilbert spikes a slider at 58 feet and he slides all the way over in the other batter's box and, and blocks it and then you've seen it with you know Torrens, and, and we don't need to um you know cry over spilled milk but you know you know and when you when he really struggles with framing pitches and blocking and keeping things in front. So it's just it's it's absolutely incredible. Um it's absolutely incredible to see the
0: World Series where a pitch is not just a pitch, it's a World Series pitch. Where a hit is not just a hit, it's a World Series hit. A win is not just a win, it's a World Series win. Now you've got a chance to win a trip to the 1984 World Series by entering Major League Baseball's Grand Slam sweepstakes at all Major League ballparks and participating retailers. Baseball Fever, catch it! The preceding message was furnished by Major League Baseball.
2: And a- another player uh, that, you know, we've we didn't add him at the at the deadline, but it sure in the hell feels like it. Haniger again having you know just just a steady series, another big hit today. Uh, I'm just so happy to have this guy back. He's just swinging the bat good, and I mean he just spreads this lineup out so so much.
1: I knock. I just knock on wood. I mean, you know what's cool about that is he made a running catch yesterday. Uh, that was a nice running catch on a ball that was kind of a sinking fly ball that he, he made a nice running play on. He scored, I believe, from second on a single today. I guess my point is, he looks like he's moving well. And, you know, this is a guy who's had, who's had injury issues. You kind of always, um, you know, I say that knocking on wood and, and praying that I've gained him. But, you know, he he looks like he's he's feeling good. He looks athletic. He looks like he's moving well. So, you know, he made that great uh, uh, defensive play last week. You know, with the with the catch and the throw, the double off first base. He just looks like he's you know he's really uh, feeling well and and healthy. And then you, to your point, I mean, just the steadiness that he provides the lineup. And like we said it as a cabin, it is like a deadline acquisition. It's analogous to that, you know.
2: Yeah, he definitely is feeling good. I mean, game one of this series, he's feeling good enough that he got to the spot where Julio was jumping up to rob a home run, and they smacked into each other. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chalk that up to that. His legs were feeling pretty good. He was feeling pretty froggy. What about that? What do you think, Hannah?
0: Yeah, it was a type of thing where you were kind of, or at least I was frustrated at first, but. You know, maybe Haniger didn't hear Julio call for it or what have you. Chalk it up to no big deal because we ended up winning that game. But it it happened. It was unfortunate, but you know, we want we won that game.
2: My grandma Norma texted me that night. And she goes, "What the hell was that? I don't want to see it again." Kind of reminded me <laughs> of the, the the manager from a, a, a major league.
0: Yeah, I mean, as long as they get it figured out now and it doesn't happen in the playoffs, we can. It's okay to get away with something like that, you know.
1: Yeah, and you helped. know, you know, just to, just to stay on that for a second though, I watched that play, that you know, replay a couple times. I, I think actually what happened on that is Julio, he's so I mean, he was shaded to left center on that. He went so far to, and he was going to catch that ball if he wasn't he got hit. And it was going to be a really good catch. He went so far to get that, and I think that's why Hanniger kind of didn't either hear him or didn't think he was going to get there because he had to go so far to that spot. Yeah.
2: uh,
0: Yeah, I see that.
2: The person I feel the worst about uh, that whole thing is Castillo because that wasn't even like a legit home run. It was not a legit home run that he gave up. In in the stat column, it's going to say that. Castillo, again, really quickly. I know it was a couple games ago, but it was part of the sweep series. Castillo, again, just... Giving the Mariners a strong chance to win a game, he's three and he's two and zero. No, he's one and zero, but three and zero when he's on the mound for the Mariners so far. What were you seeing really quickly uh, uh, from Castillo? You know, down here on the road in Anaheim.
0: Well, I I was impressed. You know, he didn't really have his best stuff, but his best stuff was a lot better than most players you know and he kept us in the game and you know his last inning is really when he turned it on I think it was the sixth inning and struck out the side so even when he doesn't have his best stuff he competes and he gives us that type of game it's impressive
2: and you can tell he really enjoys being on the Mariners Uh, like I was telling you guys I said what's up to him Uh, and then his response was he blew a kiss which I was like okay (laughs) But then he blew a kiss to another fan, and then I was like, "Fuck him, he's dead to me." No, he 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 just seems like he's really <laughs> enjoying. Like, yeah, he's anybody that says Casilla, you know, that says says something says, says something to him again. I don't know what they were doing over in Cincinnati, but these guys from the Reds, they are they're a lot of fun. They are man, we took some really fun personalities from them, and you know, like your dad, Cope, and all. They used to have the slogan there, right? You got to love these guys. That was the old slogan. Yeah. Uh yeah. I'm feeling like that's a hashtag I'm gonna start using on these
1: posts because it's like you gotta love these guys.
0: And yeah. yeah, they love us back.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is fun. I mean and and, and winning helps, obviously, right? Like you, <laughs> you don't you didn't love Justin Smoke and Dustin Ackley and Brad Miller when they were, you know, uh, the the kings of the force we put out, right? Like sure. but but there is something that gels a, a team in a city together about winning and personalities that, that, that come out and this team has them. And, you know, I think you said earlier, you know, there's been talking a lot about how tight they are. Um, and, but, and it's not lip service, you know, they really kind of pull for each other. And I think that's, that's rare on a professional, um, in a professional, uh, clubhouse when you got guys making money, guys are out for themselves. Um, yes, they wanna win, but there is this, you know, kind of like macho, you know, kind of dude, like, hey man, I'm gonna stay in my own lane and I'm I'm team oriented, but I'm you know, I'm I'm out for me a little bit. Um, but they they've bought in. I, and actually, you know, we, we should spend some we should have spent some time on this. Uh you know, credit to Scott. You know, we talked to Scott about we talked about Scott earlier, you know, there was when in in the depths there was calls for his job. And God, that looks so misguided now because he has (laughs) guided this ship. So, do not go listen to our shit
2: list episode, people. Do not listen to it. That's just, just
1: (laughs) just skip past that one. Hey, Richie, there's a couple guys here to see you. What can I do for you guys? Your name's Zisk? Yeah, that's right. Who are you guys? We're uh, from Chicago.
0: Yeah, I noticed your white socks. What do you want? We understand you're pretty good with a band. Yeah, I uh, do okay. How about maybe tonight you strike out a few times? You know, maybe uh, pop up. What do you say? Oh, I'm sorry, gentlemen. I couldn't possibly do that. I'm a man.
1: And, you know, here's the deal. More and more Major League Baseball managers, good, bad, or indifferent, and I know this is a hot button for both of y'all, you know, their in-game decisions are all stat-based. It just, it just is. They have a book. They have the stats. They go with the matchups. They play the percentages. That's how this game has become. Good, bad, or indifferent. However, so 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 you—it's harder to get on managers now for in-game uh, moves because most of the time it's all stat-driven. And so you know, questioning a manager will always be the armchair fan, uh, armchair quarterback job. But but that's really—it's really based on the books and the analytics that, that all these teams have now.
2: Yeah, it's boring.
1: But, it's... But, but, you know you feel better and different right but the manager's job now really is about the the, the clubhouse atmosphere setting the culture um, taking care of the guys and bullpen management and and anybody you know you can say okay anyone can manage a bullpen okay well you can't because you know who you you know the matchups are the matchups but you have to be playing you know kind of 3D chess uh, looking ahead to say okay I gotta get this guy up now because this guy is gonna I want this matchup but that's in four batters from now. So I got to get him up now. And Scott's that master early. So I like how Scott allows these guys to be there themselves. Uh, you know, you know, maybe some managers wouldn't love to dance on the field. They're like, man, he's going to do it. Um, but he, he has that kind of toughness to him. I love, I love that guy fired up in Anaheim. I love that he wanted to kick some after ass earlier. He, he gets fired up and umpires when he needs to, but he has steered this ship, uh, you know, Mariner pun, not intended. Uh, so goddamn well and um, you know if they make the playoffs and he doesn't win manager of the year um, you know I think it's a travesty because he should have won last year
2: I do feel like if you're manager of the year you gotta get in the postseason or you gotta win your division he's put himself and the team you're right in a great position to you know, maybe make that happen or definitely be a candidate. I mean, Dusty Baker's doing a great job with Houston. He just keeps that thing rolling. Do they have more pieces? Sure. Do they have, you know, maybe a stronger organization, a pipeline of players? Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they, they're the class of the American League, but they're also expected to be like that, where the Mariners were dead in the water. We were 10 games under five we We're now 11 games over. So that's that's a 21-game swing you know and just in
0: 60 days
2: in 60 days, I know that there is you know after today's game there's 43 more games left. you know if they stay at this pace right now, I think Hanno, I'm probably gonna possibly hit what I said uh, uh you know my uh season uh prediction of of wins, which is 91. Uh, they would need to go twenty six and seventeen to hit the ninety one. Sorry, did I say ninety or ninety one? Ninety one wins was my prediction. I could see them going twenty six and uh, seventeen with these these final forty three. Uh, three. What do you What do you guys think about that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I absolutely hope they do do that. I think it's going to come down to the wire. You know, as far as all these teams fighting for playoffs, can't take a game off, and yeah. I think it's going to maybe take high 80s, 90 wins to get and secure a playoff spot. Yeah, and
2: and you yeah. know, and you know, yes, our schedule. And when you look at it, and you see a lot of Oakland A's, you see the Angels. You see Detroit, you see a couple series with Kansas city. So there are those winnable and, and Washington, let's not forget about Washington. There are those very, you know, you're supposed to win those series two or three, get some Mm -hmm. sweeps right there, but they do have some very interesting matchups coming up, uh, You know, uh, Parmesan LeBron was hitting me up today and we were kind of just going through that and we might do that on another episode. So I just want to like, you know, tread lightly here. But we still got the Padres. We still got a series with one of the hottest teams, the uh, the reigning World Series champions, the Braves. We still have uh, two series with the Guardians. So, I mean, there are some really good, interesting, you know, uh, See where we're at, kind of series going here. So I really like that. I really like the idea now with the, you know, we have the six starting pitchers or the five starting pitchers and flexing, you know, being this hybrid, you know, maybe making a start, maybe coming out of the bullpen kind of uh, position. And the fact that we could, you know, possibly see, you know, Scott line these series up where we get, you know, our possible one, two, three pitchers in just like we did against the Yankees.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, they got you know, it's not gonna all, they're not gonna all be cupcakes. Uh, but, but, uh, they got the they got it in front of them to 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 get where they need to go, and I think you will see some maneuvering, um, especially coming to those tougher series, to throw your, you know, throw your best pitchers and, um, you know, give guys, you know, day, days rest where you can, and and really kind of try to set them up as much as possible. So, um. Yeah, I think it's it's all in front all in front of them. Um, and I think you know it's, it's gelling at the right time. I you know you got to avoid the got to avoid just what happened with the the Yankees, right? I mean they won on a walk off tonight by the racist John do- Josh Donaldson. But um, <laughs> you know before that before that they got it, they got into a tailspin and 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 the Yankees can afford to do that because
2: that's what you happens know, when they, you have a cushion. They, that's why that's why it's called a cushion.
1: That's right. So
2: when you fall, you don't break. You know, you're okay. I mean, that's kind of like that's kind of the beauty and the beast of the having a huge lead like that.
1: The Angels are off and running. A squeeze play executed perfectly.
2: Reaches up like he's picking cherry.
0: Catch the wildest action. Watch him run. There he goes.
1: Nice play.
0: The hottest players. He had every bit of that baby. And Thursday, they're looking for sweet, sweet revenge. The Seattle Mariners rained on their opening day parade, and the Angels aren't used to that kind of weather. The Angels and the Mariners, Thursday at 7 on Channel 5.
1: Can I give you a low rent? Can I give you a low rent hot take? Yeah, Uh, we'll see if it makes a cut. Go um, ahead. Uh, I hate what they've done in Anaheim with that stupid line in right field. Like oh, either, yeah, it's so either, dumb. They had it last year either, too. Yeah, I know, I know, but like it's a, you just watch it more. Like listen. Like a home run a, a home run line feels like a little League thing and it's like, you know what? If you if you want to make it more, you know, if you don't want to have the high wall and you want more home runs, great. Renovate your stadium bring the 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 seats down right above the line you know the, build a the, cantina
2: build a cantina move in the wall move in make oh, a totally. cantina
1: build, build, build a club there do something but that that of mine is got awful it just feels weird i, I will say this
2: it. when you're there the first time i ever really noticed it was last year and it happened in the game and all of a sudden it hit the wall uh, the outfielder played it off the wall. I think it was Hanniger. He just kind of it just 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 bounced off, and he grabbed it, and he didn't move. And I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And everybody seemed a little bit confused in in the stadium for like half a second, and then you know the uh, flames go off, and then, you know the whatever nar nar bro fucking you know lifted truck you know bullshit music they have uh, was playing. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And it's the home run line. You're right. It's so dumb. And every time it still happens right now, there's like this pause of everybody going like, oh yeah, that's a home run.
1: And yeah, yeah, like it's- I, think it's all, I think it's the only stadium in the league that has a home run line. I mean, Boston had that thing for a long time and I think they still do to the right of the monster where, where the monster then meets um, the, the stands out there. But I think they've even taken care of that to make that list. Uh, of a line I and mean, the, the home run line is just a dumb thing I, i'm with you you move it in six inches
2: run. you can move it in six like that i understand if there's like a little gap in between the seats but i want something that where the ball can go and possibly disappear that's a home run to me what what do you think about that hannah
0: oh i think it wasn't a hot take it was a great take i agree with all this with you guys i mean i remember when Tim sockeye salmon would actually have to go off and hit it into the seats you know same thing happened to me mine they hit it off that scoreboard a couple of years ago and then the umpire gave the uh, sign it was a home run and I just didn't even get it I've never seen anything like it it's, it's a terrible terrible thing
2: it's terrible it's lazy it's stupid but guess what that's what angels baseball is yeah fuck you guys all right listen we're running out of time here uh i gotta wrap this up i am tired i this i'm on a couple of hours of sleep but i am happy to do this podcast i'm happy to talk about the seattle mariners we'll be back at least by sunday maybe we'll drop a bonus one i don't know uh and if you're like wait wait a minute that's that's interesting to me, then make sure you are subscribed and following the show because for episodes like that, you don't have to, uh, you know, have a guessing game. They'll come right to you. And again, this, if you're listening to this podcast on any of the major platforms, Spotify, Apple, you know, Google or right here on Buzzsprout, and you're like, "Hey, I want to do this again." Go to the show notes, check it out, follow the link. There's a twenty dollar gift card in for in for you. There's a twenty dollars. There's twenty dollars there if you you know want to do this. Anyways, I want to thank Chris Copacino again and my boy Hanno up in Edmonds. This is episode thirty two of the Rye Bread and Mustard Mariners Podcast. Hanno, you know what time it is. <laughs> Charge. No, they could be a lot worse. You know, these guys
1: ain't so fucking
2: bad.